start their five-game road trip with a very strong bounce-back win. They beat the Seattle Kraken 4-1. This was a very, very good game from the New York Rangers, just well-played defensively. And the main catalysts were Artemi Panarin and Philip Heedle. That whole line, including Alexi Lafreniere, but specifically Panarin, who had two goals on the night. Philip Heedle with his first three-point game of his career. He had three assists, three primary assists uh, on both Panarin goals and then uh, on a goal by Alexi Lafreniere. And Jonathan Quick makes his first Rangers start. He made his Ranger debut uh, last game in relief of Igor Shesterkin. But Quick wasn't tested all that much, only allowed one goal, made 18 saves on 19 shots. So, you know... The Rangers have shown the ability, because look, like the Columbus game wasn't a great one, and they came back and had a good game versus Arizona for the home opener. So it's been win-loss, win-loss, win. So hopefully the Rangers can buck the trend next game versus Calgary. So we've seen that they can respond. Now it'll be a matter of can you string some wins together and keep it going. But the good thing is, is that like, they, and like I said last episode, they are capable of playing a good brand of hockey. It's within them. It, it's not a matter of that they can't do it because they can. And I definitely like what I saw tonight. And what was good too, Rangers, you know, they fell behind one nothing, but they didn't let that bother them. They had a quick response and then a really strong second period, which I feel like has probably been their worst period in the first four games. This was a like a just... All facets really, really good in the second. So there was a lighting issue in Seattle, which caused a bit of a delay. They started the first, I guess, minute and change. And then there was a, probably a solid, I don't know, it felt like 10 to 15 minute delay. And what the verdict ended up being, the light situation never got fixed. It was on one side of the ice. So at each period, at around the 10 minute mark, they would switch sides to keep it somewhat even. So never really seen like, that before for that reason usually they'll fix the issue or whatever but uh rangers didn't let it deter them at all and, and they were able to come out of here with the win so really pleased with this effort it was the same lineup as the night before so a couple things there and it was interesting so tyler pitlick uh was a healthy scratch again so that's two games in a row for him three out of five now overall so I guess at this point, he's kind of the front runner for that forward healthy scratch. Um, but also the Rangers, Peter Laviolette stuck with the lines, which I agree with. You know, you, like, whereas maybe, I don't know, maybe a different coach, I'm not even going to go into specifics, maybe a different coach says, fuck it, that was such a bad performance last game, we're going to switch it up. He decides we're going to stick with it. And that was the right call. Because... I really like the fact that they are having Heedle play with Panarin. Heedle deserves that opportunity. That 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 to me is the biggest thing. And I, I've been saying this in the you know, last few years that, you know, Heedle deserves that chance. I, I know that Strom and Panarin, you know, originally had great chemistry, like uh, upon upon Panarin coming to the team, but then it slowly they got into bad habits. And then last year, Trocheck, you know, with Panarin, well, it wasn't awful. I thought it was kind of more of the same thing. Heedle deserves this chance, and that's nothing against Strocek, but I, I think that this is this is the way that I prefer, and I hope that they stick with it. So that line has been that line has been the best line so far this season. The Heedle line centering Panarin and Lafreniere, 
But another line that was very good tonight was the Zibanejad line, centering Crowder and uh, and Kako, who scored. Kako, that is. I, I think that the third line, I thought that this was probably Will Cooley's least impressive game. And I still say that Blake Wheeler, like, there's just not a whole lot going on. But you know what? To be fair, let him acclimate himself. He was with the Winnipeg Jets organization for a long, long time. It, it is a bit of an adjustment. So I'll be, I'll try to be patient with him. But hey, just calling it as I see it, he hasn't really been very good at all. And I do think that they see that. But they're going to they're gonna ride it out with him. But look, if this continues for a few more months, let's just say, they will try to change that. And, you know, the fourth line is what the fourth line is. I don't think it's really going to score you a whole lot of goals, but if it can give you good defense, I guess I can be okay with it. And then I thought that the sixth defense tonight, really nice job by all of them. Uh, I, I thought top down, like the Gustafson-Schneider pair, for example, which has had its struggles at times, specifically Schneider, thought tonight was definitely a step in the right direction. I thought they played pretty well and got a decent amount of minutes too. It was one of those nights where, you know, the top guy in, in Miller, it ended up being 21 minutes and 58 seconds, and the last one in Schneider, 16.52. And sometimes it's not always that way. Sometimes it'll be, you know, but the way it was, just, I, I think it was kind of a coach's dream. And I I did feel as if they were going to respond. I wasn't sure it would be this good. And I, and honestly, I didn't even know that, I didn't think that Quick would start this game. I I. Knew that he would start one of the five on the road trip. Wasn't sure it would be this one, but hey, like, the Rangers really played well in front of him. Uh, but when he was tested, he got the job done. It didn't look pretty, but it, it got done. And so now, I think that there's a chance that Quick could maybe play another game on this trip. I'm not sure. I guess with this performance, probably. So you got four more games and figures Shesterkin probably gets three of them and Quick gets one. That's probably the safe bet. Uh, but next game will definitely be Igor uh, at Calgary. No doubt about that. So again, Rangers at the Kraken. Seattle coming off of a good win. Um, a high scoring game versus Carolina. But their record on the season, as I said last episode, not great. They were 1-3-1 coming into this game. But they do take the lead on a goal by Justin Schultz, the defenseman. His first goal of the season from Dumoulin and Tolvanen. So not a great goal against by Jonathan Quick, where he slid from side to side and just went way too far to his right. That wasn't great on the part of Quick. Didn't love that goal, um, but luckily that was the only one he would allow in the night. But Seattle takes one out the lead. And then you get a goal by Artemi Panarin. His second goal of the season assisted by Heedle. Unbelievably great pass by Heedle to find Panarin all alone, and he beats Philip Grubauer, the uh, the Kraken goaltender. And Lafreniere providing a little bit of pressure to start that play. He won't get an assist, but Lafreniere deserves a little bit of credit there, but mainly Heedle, just with a fantastic pass to Panarin, who buries it. And so it is uh, a tie game, end of one. Then the second period, just an awesome, awesome job by the Rangers, there was a penalty at 5.53. Jacob Truba boards Andre Burakovsky, and Burakovsky did not return. Now, this was honestly a clean hit by Truba. Uh, it, it was called boarding. I, I think it was more of a reaction by the ref to Burakovsky being down and, and injured. Uh, but the Rangers penalty field does a great job because before that power play ends, Lindgren hooks Jaden Schwartz. 
So there's a little bit of five on three, but the penalty kill, really, really good job to keep it tied. And that was big. And then at 9.55, Yanni Gord hooks Lafreniere. Bad Ranger power play. They don't get much going. But soon thereafter, on a, off of a face-off win, Capo Kako scores his first goal of the season. It would be the game-winning goal. Kako scores from Truba and Miller. So what happens here is Zibanejad wins the face-off back to Miller, who goes, who passes it to Truba. He takes a slap shot, and Grubauer should have done a better job of holding on to it cleanly. It kind of trickles behind him, and Kako in good position, uh, right in front of the net. That's, this is where you're going to score goals. Just easily puts it in. Rangers take a 2-1 lead, and then the Rangers take a 3-1 lead. At 17.59 of the second, it's a goal by Alexi Lafreniere, his second goal of the season from Philip Hedl. Uh, a really nice play by both of them, where Lafreniere causes the turnover. Hedl with just a magnificent, talented uh, dish to Lafreniere, and Lafreniere with a nice goal as well. So those two, and look, we know those two have chemistry, um, you know, from their days being together on the kid line. Like, that is, this is a line that really could take off. Honestly, um, and it seems like that is very possible. So the Rangers have a three-run lead going into the third. And then in the third, the Rangers uh, take a 4-1 lead. It's another goal by Artemi Panarin. Second of the night, third of the season from Heedle and Keandre Miller. So Miller with a couple of secondary assists as well. Artemi Panarin has been probably, maybe more than probably, like he's, Nah, sure, I'll use the word probably. Been their best skater through the first five games of the season. Now, there's still a lot, and like I said probably a few episodes ago, like, we'll keep it positive with Panarin. But there's two sides of the coin here, and like, I think a lot of the Panarin grief is specific to the playoffs. So, that's the thing. But it, But look, we're so far away from that possibility that we won't go there. But that's like the biggest thing more than anything. But I've also been annoyed with Panarin's game in recent years in the regular season too. If we're going to keep it to regular season. And I think Panarin has really, there's an aggressiveness. There's more of a shoot first mentality. And here's the thing as well. And I like it from Peter Laviolette. He is throwing Panarin out there a lot. And it just... What it, what it says to me is there's just a feel for the game that Laviolette has, where Gallant, it was very almost robotic and there was no adjustments. It was very, all right, like you knew what it was going to be here, you know, because I'm paying attention to the lines coming out there. And sometimes like Laviolette's throwing me for a curve, like, not a, a bad one, but he's throwing me for a, a curveball where it's like, okay, like it's not as if there's swaps going on. There's like double shifting going on with Panarin. So, you know, but sometimes I'll see Blake Wheeler not take a shift or Will Cooley. And, and, but yet Panarin still gets his, his shift with Lafreniere and Kako basically every time. And he'll throw Panarin in there in different spots. Um, and, and, I, and I think that Laviolette La will give that opportunity to someone else if they are, you know, doing well. So I like that there like, are theoretical adjustments, whether it be X's and O's or just personnel. Like he just seems to have a feel for what's going on. I really like that a lot out of Laviolette. And so the Rangers take a 4-1 lead. Then from there, that would be your final score. Then from there at 8.56, uh, a lot's going on between Yanni, mainly between Yanni Gordon and Chris Kreider. Um, Gordon would actually get a misconduct. And I think the reason for that was, was because he started, he kind of 
tried to hit someone in the uh, in, on the Ranger bench. I think that's why he got that misconduct. But it, it all started. Philip Heedle got hit. Adam Fox was involved. It was just a whole thing. But mainly Gord and Kreider. Uh, and so they both get, uh, you know, four minutes each for roughing. And then, like I said, Gore gets that 10-minute misconduct. And then there's a fight at 10-16 between, I believe, former Florida Panther teammates Jared McCann and, and Vin, uh, excuse me, and Vinny Trocek. So this was kind of to do with the fact that Trocek hit Brian Dumoulin, which was a very clean hit by Trocek. I don't know. Uh, Dumoulin got hurt and he was very upset about it. I, to me, I didn't understand that. It was a, If he saw the replay, there was nothing wrong with the hit. So Trocek and McCann go at it. Um, and then Will Cooley takes a penalty at 10.56. This was after a little bit of overpassing between Miller and Cooley, and then Cooley takes a penalty. Like I said, didn't love this game from Cooley, but there's been a lot more good than bad, and I certainly want to stick with him uh, for the foreseeable future. So Rangers win it 4-1. Uh, you know, they the most shots they allowed in the period was nine in the third. In, in the third. So nine to eight Rangers shots in the first, nine to two second period, nine and nine apiece. In the third, 27 shots to 19 for the Rangers over the Kraken. Like I said, um, the main things out of this game, Jonathan Quick getting his first win as a Ranger in his first start as a Ranger, and Panarin and Heedle were just um, magical in this game. Two goals by Panarin, three primary assists by Heedle, and those were impressive ones as well. So now, the Rangers will take on the Calgary Flames, who play tomorrow at Detroit. So they'll be coming back um, from the East Coast. Uh, so that that can always be tricky for a team. When you come back, um, come back home. I, I'm not sure how long Calgary was away, but when I think about it, I know they played Columbus recently. Calgary's current record, and again, they have a game um, tomorrow against the Red Wings, but the Flames at the moment are 2-2-1. Two, two and one. So a little bit of a slow start for them, but they are uh, a solid team. And so that'll be a good test. The Rangers now sit at 3-2. and two. And like I said, hopefully they can buck the trend of this win-loss, win-loss thing. Um, because that's going to be the key now, is not being satisfied. That, that, that's my concern with the Rangers. Sometimes they just feel a little bit too good. And they have to keep that desperate mentality. We saw that tonight. And that breeds success. So again, the Rangers go to Seattle, start out this road trip with a 4-1 victory. Game 2 of the five-game trip will be Tuesday night at Calgary.